0: intermittent fasting, and wine. And I'm here with my co-host, Jen Stevens, author of Fast, Feast, Repeat, the comprehensive guide to delay, don't deny intermittent fasting. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and jenstevens.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice or treatment. So, pour yourself a cup of black coffee, a mug of tea, or even a glass of wine, if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi, friends. I'm about to tell you how to get three pounds of organic chicken thighs, two pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef, or one pound of premium grass-fed, grass-finished steak tips, all for free, plus $20 off. That's right. We're talking pounds of meat, To choose your free offer and get that $20 off. Butcherbox.com slash IFPodcast with code IFPodcast. And we'll put all this information in the show notes.
1: New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% 20 off their first order, beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome.
0: This is episode number 235 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon, and I'm here with Jen Stevens. Hi, everybody. How are you today, Jen?
2: I am so busy. Why are you so busy? I know why, but tell me. I need to talk to my community first of all. You know we launched the Delayed on Tonight Social Network in March, and it was you know my dream to have a community that was off of Facebook and amazing. When choosing a home for our community, we looked at you know, everything that was out there that offered this type of platform, and we chose a company that had you know, high-end clients, like, you know, well-known university that everyone, you know, would know their alumni association uses them and, you know, just amazing clients like that. And they've been around for over 10 years. So wouldn't you feel fabulous about choosing a company that's been around for over 10 years with top name clients?
0: Yes, I would. Well,
2: (laughs) I actually have learned a lot over this process. And if you're choosing a technology company, You're better off choosing somebody who just started within like recent times. So all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) That's a lie. I'm going to say more about that. But technology changes so quickly that we ended up stuck on a platform that had old infrastructure. And I don't know, I'm not a computer programmer, so my lingo might be off, but I'm sure Cal could explain it. But like when he was working on his window app, you know, and he was selling it, He was going through it and he's like, oh, man, the stuff I put in here back in, I guess, 2016, I'm having to redo and, you know, fix a lot of things because it's so clunky. Well, 10 years of technology layered on top of technology, things were always breaking and glitching. Like, the longer we used it, the worse it got. And they would roll out an improvement and something else would break. And like, I literally was losing sleep over. I mean, We paid tens of thousands of dollars for this platform. I mean, I hate to say that out loud. It just was not working for the community. So we're pivoting to a new platform and we're we're rolling over members now, moving people over, migrating them. So people who are listening, it was really easy for the lifetime members and the monthly members. They were easier to move over, you know, because lifetime, we just move them. Monthly members, very easy transition because they have, you know, less than a month left. But for the annual members, it's been a little trickier. So we're waiting for a coupon code that we're getting for the from the platform and then we'll be moving everybody over. But oh, those that have already made the transition, I mean, it's so much better. I mean, like we have gifts. We, have, we can sort the feed. We can search. I mean, like everything we wanted to do that we couldn't do. Our notifications work. I mean, it just all works. Well, that's good. And, you know, the, the saddest part is the community members that have been disappointed. You know, they've been disappointed in me you know, offering a product that was not amazing, like we wanted it to be. And I I recognize and I appreciate the disappointment. And, you know, I own it, we made a bad choice. So anyway, I'm hoping people will forgive <laughs> the flaws that, that we rolled out the first time and know that we as soon as we realized that it was buggy, I started looking at other platforms, you know, even though we have a year contract, with the other platform, I mean, we still have you know, five and a half months left on that contract, and we're moving already. That tells you how, you know, important it was to me to make the transition. So we've actually closed the old one to new members, and right now, nobody new can join. But by the time this episode comes out on October 18th, the new community will be completely open for new members. So we're going to do the linking through jenstevens.com slash community because that'll be really easy for people to remember. JenStevens.com slash community. That'll direct you to the new platform. And we're really hoping a lifetime of (laughs) happiness at the new place. It's already been great. So, and again, I want to apologize to people who were less than blown away by the original experience. You know, we've made some great connections there, but the technology was so frustrating.
0: Yeah. It's ironic Because, you know, often when people start new businesses or new things, there's, you know, that birthing period where there might be difficulties. It's ironic that you had the difficulties with such a well-established, you know, platform and that it ended up being, you know, something newer that worked well. But I guess that makes sense with technology.
2: It's kind of like going with, you know, the younger people (laughs) who know more. Well, I, <laughs> I told this analogy to one of my friends. I was like, it's kind of like the platform that we were using was like invented by your granddad who went to Harvard. <laughs> and the one we flipped over to was like made by my son, Cal, who went to Georgia Tech and just graduated in 2019. And, you know, no, it's just a little more hip with what people want. And the way features need to work. And just, you know, it's night and day. I am still going to be providing support on the, the old DDD social network until the last member is there and we turn the lights off. You know, I'm still going to, so I'm in, on both places right now. I don't want people to suffer one minute without the support that they want, right? But it's night and day, the two platforms. And we learned a lot, like I said. So, you know, once you make a mistake, you learn what not to do next time. I'm very happy
0: for you. And we will put a link in the show notes. So the link is jenstevenscom slash
2: community. That's it. And it'll direct people to the new place. And it's already hopping over there. And people are so happy. We're like using GIFs left and right. I don't know. Do you like gifts? Are you a giffer? I like texting them. Yeah. It's just sometimes there's nothing better than a good GIF. I know.
0: <laughs> They're nice ways to end conversations. You know, when you're like texting back and forth and you just think you need that final like thing that encapsulates the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So for listeners, the show notes for this show will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 235, and we'll put links there to Jen's community.
2: Awesome. Thank you. What's up with you? Well,
0: I am feeling the need to give the final part three update to the Whole Foods Guy saga. So I think only the first episode is aired where I told the story about how I you know, went in and tried to talk to him and all the things. I don't think part two has aired yet. Well, when this airs, part two will have aired where I went up to him and asked him if he had a girlfriend. It's so funny though, I posted on my like I posted a picture on my Instagram because me and my sister and dad went to Hamilton and it was me in this like gorgeous dress. And I was like, where am I going? And like twenty people were like, Whole Foods (laughs) (laughs) So part three I was mortified about having gone up to him and asking him, you know, with no context in the parking lot if he had a girlfriend, which he did. So I hadn't seen him again. And every time I would go to Whole Foods since then, I would like nervously sit in the parking lot and be like, oh, please, please don't let him be there (laughs) because I didn't want to like run into him again. So last week it was a Friday and I know he works on Fridays. Ah, so I went in and I was like, please don't be there. Please don't be there. And I thought he wasn't. And I thought I was good. And then I was walking to the register and he was in between me and the register. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> so, so I like turned around and I went into the wine section and I hid. And I was like, maybe I'll just camp out here and then maybe he'll be gone. I went around. I went like the long way to like circumvent and get to the, the self-checkout without going by him. I thought I was good made it to the self-checkout. And then he came up beside me (laughs) at the
2: self-checkout and he goes, hi. (laughs) I was like, I was like, oh no. See, you gotta just be confident. Be like, hey, what's up? I know. So I was like, hi. And then I was like, I was like, I am so sorry.
0: I was like, I'm so embarrassed. And he was like, no, no, don't be. And he was checking out beside me. I guess he was going on break. And so he was like, how was your weekend? And I was like, it was good. I saw Hamilton. And then we just had some small talk and he was super nice. And then like at the end he was like, well, it was nice talking to you again. Bye. And then he, and then he left. So
2: it's all good now. <laughs> I can
0: like, I can like walk in and not feel super awkward.
2: Well, and also you should just be confident at all times because that, honestly, he was so flattered by it, whether he has a girlfriend or not and people, unless he's married and even if he is, people are not married forever. I mean, do not try to date someone who's married. That's not what I meant. (laughs) But I mean, you know, even marriage is not always forever, but dating someone is definitely not forever yet. Well, oh wait, I forgot.
0: That is the first thing I said because I was just like in the moment. So he was like, hi. And then I was like, hi, I'm so embarrassed. And he was like, don't be. And I was like, well, you know, just let me know if anything changes. <laughs> and that answers my question. I wasn't sure if this was a Cinderella situation like where he doesn't recognize me without makeup on, but I was- But he does.
2: He does. He knows I'm the same person. And he knows you're interested. And so again, if, if something other ever, ever goes wrong with the girlfriend then you know yeah
0: it's so funny though i've been getting so many messages from people and they're like how do you have time for a relationship and i'm like wait hold the phone i'm not like i'm not saying i want a relationship i just wanted to go on a date that's all just
2: one date <laughs> <laughs> hey relationships can actually save you time because chad is going to the post office for me today oh okay of course you know, <laughs> we've been together. We've been together for 31 years. So ladies, if you run into him at Whole Foods, please do not try to go on a date with him. <laughs> and we don't have a Whole Foods. So
0: <laughs> so that's my life. Yesterday, I saw the first draft of the label for my serrapeptase supplement. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I had a call with the supplement company and then their design team. I created the, because it's going to be called Avalon X, like Avalonix. So I sent them over what I wanted Avalon X to look like, which is basically my signature. And then the X is a DNA. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. And then I told them like the color scheme and what I wanted the rest of the bottle to sort of look like. They had like seven different, you know, versions and oh my goodness, I'm obsessed. Like the first one I saw, it's like everything I could want. It's perfect. Well, I mean, it's not perfect. We're,
2: you know, tweaking it. It's really exciting. It's exciting. You know, it really, when it just clicks with you, that's how I feel about the cover for Cleanish. I mean, I did a lot of intense back and forth with them. And it's it looks the way it looks now because of my input. I mean, it, it's a far cry from how it started. But now I love it so much. And when you just, when you know that it's right, it's right. You know, I kept making suggestions like, what if you move these words down here? I mean, I'm not a graphic designer, but why am I? the one noticing this anyway.
0: We're trying to lock down the final formulation, but I I mentioned this last week, but it's shocking. It's shocking the supplements because basically I thought there was quite a few seropeptases without other ingredients in them and there aren't. So we found two. They make it seem like there aren't other ingredients, but we're pretty sure they're lying. So we're going to lab test them and figure out if they actually do contain other ingredients and we're pretty sure they do. I'm just learning so much. So friends, I'm scared to like take any
2: supplements now, honestly. I mean, you've heard me say that before, right? Yeah. Unless it's like, you know, Wade Lightheart. I mean, we know, you know, unless you know the person making it, right? By optimizers, right. But it's just, unless you literally know, I mean, they could be totally lying. Yeah. So like what they do with a serapeptase is
0: they say enteric coated serapeptase. Like the ingredients will be enter it coated serapeptase. It'll be like pure seropeptase, enteric coated and then capsule. That enteric coating, they don't say what's in that. And it's usually a laundry list of ingredients and it can include like, you know, plastics and synthetic compounds. And that's how they tweak things. And then also we've been reading a lot of documents by the FDA about supplements. And basically they have this list where you can use like ingredient A and you can call it ingredient like B, C, D, or E. So, for example, if it's a form of a palmitate and it is like calcium palmitate or something, you can call it just straight up calcium. When it's not,
2: it's disconcerting. You know, that's like when they hide things using the name like natural flavors or something. You know, that could literally be anything. Like there's one big name brand of bottled cold brew coffee. And the ingredients are coffee. Natural flavors. Well, you know, we do not recommend that one during the clean fast because of the natural flavors. Just like you said, they could hide things under that name. Like they might have stevia in there and are calling it natural flavors because they're allowed to hide things under the name natural flavors. We don't even know what the, what it is and we know a lot of people have had problems with it like they're like I tried that one and then it was delicious <laughs> then I was starving, you know, so we're like don't we don't know what that is, it's a mystery ingredient. It could be anything. I know. And even with the supplements, they legally don't
0: even have to disclose if it's like a minute amount, they don't even have to tell you. So I don't I'm becoming so passionate about this, and my thing is going to be full transparency about just
2: everything. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. So,
0: listeners, if you'd like to get more information, we can get on my email list for it. It's at Melanieavalon.com slash Sarah Peptase, S-E-R-R-A-P-E-P-T-A-S-E. Definitely get on that email list because I'm going to be doing a pre-order special so the price basically probably won't ever be that low again. And we already have way, 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 way more people on the email list than I'm doing bottles for that first pre-order. So get on that list so that you can be one of the first people to order before it sells out when I release information about it. Very cool. I know that's exciting.
2: And are you going to do more supplements down the
0: road? Well, I want to see obviously how this goes. I anticipate that people are going to love it and it's going to do really well, but I obviously need to make sure that people like it and it's resonating. But if it does, I really want to make basically every supplement I'm currently taking, I want to make my own version
2: of it. Yeah. It's smart to see because, you know, best laid plans. I could talk about that all day again with like the Delayed on denied Social Network, you know, it didn't turn out the way we thought it would. And so then we're, we're having to pivot. So I'm wishing you a smoother roll out and no pivoting.
0: Thank you. It's really nice. You know, because I was contemplating doing it all on my own and I have a few really really good friends in the supplement industry who were encouraging me to do that, but I decided to partner with an existing company and I I feel so good about that cuz like I would not have been able to do all of this stuff, like lab testing other companies and the guy I'm working with, his name is Scott at MD Logic, but we're just an amazing team. Like we just are on the same wavelength about everything. And I've been so picky. Like he keeps bringing me with options and I'm like, Oh, but we can't do that because of X, Y, Z. And he's just so like, he gets it. And he's like, he's like fighting for me with the formulators and like going to bat. So it's been great.
2: Hmm. Does he ever go to Whole Foods?
0: <laughs> he's married, <laughs> happily married. <laughs> I know. four pieces at a time. You also have a cool virtual closet that you can keep stocked with everything you eventually want to order so you never miss out. And if you really like something and want to keep it, you can opt to buy it at a massively discounted price. Friends, I'm obsessed. This is finally the answer to wearing all the clothes all the time with none of the waste Everything is professionally dry cleaned or laundered with detergents that are free from dyes and scents. It's all gentle and it uses low temperature cycles. So, yes, we are good on that front as well. It is the coolest thing ever. And you can try it free for a month. Yes, completely free. Just go to melaniavalancecloset.com to sign up. Free clothes for a month. After that, their plans are super affordable. We're talking honestly, an entire month is less than the cost of typically what would be the cost of one dress. And I am not kidding. That's right, unlimited clothes for less than the cost of one outfit. I'm just so thrilled to bring this resource to you guys. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So, again, get free unlimited clothes for a month at com. That's melanyavalancecloset.com for all of the clothes none of the waste and definitely share your pictures and tag me on Instagram because I want to see all the fabulous things that you guys are wearing. That's Melanie closet.com. So we have a question from Jamie. The subject is DD cold brew, black 10 calories, break the fast. Jamie says, hi, I have been Googling, trying to find a straight answer for this but there seems to be disagreement as to whether or not 10 calories from the DD cold brew medium black will break or otherwise weaken a fast Weaken. I feel like we haven't heard that phrase before. I like that. It appears that there may be protein present, which I did not expect when trying to see where the 10 calories come from. There are three carbs, I believe as well. I'm fasting for weight loss, but I also need my caffeine in the morning. As I'm on the road often, it helps to know for sure whether or not this is a good option for daily
2: consumption. Thank you so much for any help you can provide. Here's the rule of thumb for coffee. So as long as the only ingredients are coffee and water, you should be fine. It's when they start adding the mystery ingredients like natural flavors Or there's one that has something in there called coffee extract. I don't know what that is. What is coffee extract? I don't need any extract of coffee in my coffee. I would just like some coffee. Here's my recommendation. Make your own cold brew if you're not sure because then you know what's in it. It is not hard to make cold brew and then take it with you. And it's better for the planet because you're not carrying around bottles of stuff that somebody else made. You can just use your little reusable travel container and you're going to get it for pennies compared to what you would spend to buy it that's what i would do i would just make my own cold brew super easy take it with you on the road have your caffeine no mystery ingredients boom yes well first of all jen i
0: just realized dd is dunkin donuts just goes to show how much I go to Dunkin' Donuts. I like what you said a lot. Like I was just looking up the the Dunkin' Donuts coffee that you can buy, you know, online. So the actual like coffee, coffee, and they just list coffee as the ingredients. But if you're finding it somewhere, I don't know if she's actually like at the store and is seeing that. That would be my hunch that she's at Dunkin' Donuts, but I don't know, maybe they have a bottled product. In any case, if she's looking at it, Because what I'm looking at doesn't even have, they don't even mention the calories. But if she's looking at it and it's saying 10 calories and carbs, it's interesting that she thinks there might be protein present. I would really like to see this label, whatever label she's looking at. But it just goes to what we were speaking about earlier in that it's hard to know. There could be something in there. So I really like Jen's suggestion of erring on the side of caution and yeah, making your own. Just getting a source that you know is good. I personally actually use the Bulletproof coffee, Dave Asprey's coffee. I've been using that for
2: years, and I really like it. Do you know I just started using his Nespresso pods? They just came today. I was at my friend's house in Nashville. My friend Michelle. Hello, Michelle. I had such a great time. By the way, Nashville is amazing. Nashville's very beautiful. It is amazing. Anyway, we had a great time. But she uses the Bulletproof coffee Nespresso pods, and they're in a compostable little, I don't know, capsule. Oh, I was going to ask. So is there plastic in them? Well, it's compostable. So I don't know what it's made of, but I mean, I would figure Dave Asprey would be on the cutting edge of something that's better, right? (laughs) So I felt really excited to try it at her house and I liked it. So I bought some, I got them on Amazon. We are not sponsored by Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Coffee, but it's not Bulletproof Coffee like now I'm gonna add MCT oil to it. It's it's the brand. Just like I buy Majorca, you know, Cuban roast, that is a brand. So this is just the bulletproof brand. It's just black coffee.
0: I mean, I've been using his coffee since I mean years. And I, I really like it. Like I just really like it. I mean, he's made it so known that he's so obsessed with the mold thing. Like he doesn't have organic certification or or anything like that, but I don't know. He's just made it so clear
2: what he feels about with the quality of his coffee that I feel very good purchasing it. I really like it. Well, you know, there wasn't a good option for the Nespresso until I tried this. And I'm like, I didn't even know he made this. That actually reminds me. One little last thing about my cereptase. I've
0: mentioned this before as well, but I haven't found any other cere peptases in a glass bottle. And we're doing that because, well, reducing plastic, but if you think about it, a lot of these supplements will say that they are, you know, free of phthalates, which are a component of plastic. But a lot of them are sitting in warehouses and plastic bottles and Amazon warehouses, like in the heat and plastic bottles. So it's very likely that with that high heat that, you know, compounds from the plastic are leaching into the environment or the supplement. So We
2: are using dark amber glass bottles, so no plastics at all. I'm very excited. Yeah, the more you learn, the more you realize, wow, (laughs) so many things to consider. I know. So shall we go back
0: to the first thing we were going to talk about, which was some listener feedback? Yes. All right. So we have some listener feedback from Ryan. The subject is spreading the love and lifestyle. And Ryan says, hello, ladies. Ryan from Ohio here. I just have to start by saying what a great thing I have stumbled upon with IF. I am 34, been fasting six days a week minimum, usually leaving Sunday open for family breakfast or early lunch. I'm a pretty typical guy working a day shift factory job. I'm a machinist at a large auto manufacturer in central Ohio, and I actually got intrigued by a coworker who I would love to hear tell his story, but I doubt he would. Let's just say he is a totally different person now. Back to me. 34, wife and three kids, working five to six days a week, cutting, splitting, hauling firewood at least two days a week. I started out around 215 pounds. I'm 5'6 and clearly active, but I've been steadily gaining a few pounds a year for the past 15 years. So far, I've binged while working the entire IF podcast series. I just played episode 230 and 231 this morning and now have been bouncing back and forth between IF Stories and Melanie's biohacking podcast. My mind is blown. Yay. I know. (laughs) And now my best friend and firewood cutting partner has started IF his wife. Now my mom, after really noticing my face and stomach slimming down just since starting all of this at the beginning of July, I'm down 20 to 25 pounds, not really watching that. But today my work pants are almost falling off my ankle and my joint pain is nearly gone. I've had tendonitis for years and my ankles and elbows. My father-in-law just ordered delay. Don't deny on Amazon. And he's about eight years out losing 100 plus pounds. After gastric bypass and since gaining back 40 pounds, he was very intrigued by it. My wife is doing it. She's been kicking around the idea of weight loss surgery for several years. She's been struggling with starting a new job after eight years of being a stay-at-home mom. And today is actually her 32nd birthday. Hopefully, if nothing else, you ladies can give some inspiration out for her to hear. She had a goal of losing 150 pounds At the last weight loss surgery appointment, and then COVID hit, closing all the surgery centers for a while, and once again, pushing back that thing she needed in her head to get her head in the right direction. I want nothing more than to see her lose the weight and be where she wants to be so we can live our lives healthy and happy and do all the things we've dreamed of doing. Thanks again. You two and several of your guests have really struck a chord with me and made me look More at what I'm eating and how different things make me feel different and make fasting easier. Getting used to black coffee was the hardest part, but now I really enjoy it and I drink a thermos full throughout the day while working. I'm sure I could do without and just drink water, but it definitely does not affect how I feel. So why not, right? Fast on. Oh, I loved that email from Ryan. Loved it. Do you have some motivation for his wife? It sounds like everybody's on board, but his wife needs some inspiration.
2: Well, you know, I think that intermittent fasting stories is likely where she's going to find some of her motivation. Listening to people like her that have have struggled, you know, women, a lot of women tell their stories. Look, I know what it was like to be obese and feel hopeless and, you know, be so tired of that yo-yo up and down, up and down and feeling like there's nothing I could do to the point that I totally get. I mean, when I didn't weigh enough, I'm not sure what the cutoff is for weight loss surgery, but. I know there was a time I was like, gosh, if I could just get weight loss surgery, but I think at that time I didn't weigh enough. And I'm like, well, if I gain more, I'll just have, you know, we think that's the answer. Intermittent fasting really is the answer for you. And you just have to be ready. That's the thing about his wife is that she's got to be ready. We can't be ready for her. You know, some people are stubborn, like my family, for example. The more I push something on them, the less likely they want to do it. And so I just kind of have to sit back and do my thing and not push it. And if they want to do it, they'll do it, you know, lead by example rather than by like, hey, do this, do this, do this. You know, if someone is not open to it, you can actually turn them off by trying too hard, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great thing. I'm really glad that you pointed that out. That didn't even occur to me to bring up that point. Something I was thinking about was... I was talking with a friend recently, and she was doing HCG, actually, to lose weight. And
2: for a lot of people who do that, that is very effective. I mean, I mean, it's a low-calorie crash diet. Those always are effective until they ruin everything. I know.
0: I was going to say, in a way, how can it not be when you're only eating 500 calories a day from basically just protein? But what's so interesting is she's a long, long, long-time listener of the show's And she wanted my advice about everything. And she was like, she wanted her advice about how to do HCG and like what to do after that. And I was like, well, you know, have you tried fasting? And I just assumed that she had because she's been listening to the show for so long. She said something to the effect of like, yeah, but she's like, I can't do it. Like I'll be hungry. She's like with HCG, I'm not even hungry. Like basically it just, she could not understand How fasting could be easy. Like, it it didn't seem possible that it could be
2: that easy. I think the HCG is a placebo, literally. I think all the stuff they tell you about, here's why it's so much. No, I think that the, you know, the quote science behind it is placebo. And that if you feel great, it's because you're in ketosis. She's already fasting. (laughs) Here's what I would do for her. I mean, she's already doing down days one after the other. So if I were her, what I would do is completely never do HCG again. I'd burn that down <laughs> completely and have a 500 calorie day, then an up day, then a 500 calorie day, then an up day. Why do I say that? Because she needs that metabolic boost of the up days. She needs to do ADF and it's going to be painless for her because she's already used to down day, down day, down day, down day, down day, so all she should do is just throw up days in between and she'll rev back up her metabolism and not have this yo-yo. Look, I was on that HCG roller coaster. I did it. It worked. I regained all of it and more. I ruined my metabolism. Luckily, I you know ate like crazy after that and I think I fixed my metabolism. But I'm so glad you said that because I'm, I'm going to specifically recommend
0: to her ADF. Tell her, Jen said. Really quick, my thoughts on HCG. I think a lot of it is placebo. I have gone and tried to find studies on the actual, you know, controlled studies on it because I understand the mechanism of action that they're proposing. I understand that they're saying this hormone is, it's basically like that catalyst you need to unlock the fat stores when you're in a severe deficit. Either way, the reason you're not hungry, regardless of if the HCG is the magical thing that's encouraging this more, either way when people aren't hungry, I think it's probably because they're tapping into their fat stores and in ketosis, like you said. So that's what I told her. I was like, fasting is going to do the exact same thing. It's the same mechanism of action because her crazy fear was that she was going to be hungry while fasting. And I was trying to show her that the reason she's not hungry on HCG is because she's tapping into her fat stores, likely being ketogenic that's going to happen when she fasts. The only difference is that she does like a an eating window with a bigger meal. Like she's getting that refeeding stimulus, the nutrition. She doesn't have to restrict when she eats. So it's like the best of both worlds. So all of that to say, I think this is just some inspiration. I think people's fears about fasting, it's like you just have to, once you just bite the bullet and just try it, your body adapts and it turns out to be for so many people, the thing that works. Like you think you need to do HTG, you think you need to do gastric bypass, you think there's gotta be some crazy thing that you need to do, but really this, this can do it. Like this can do it in a healthy way, a sustainable way, a, a delicious way. So um, maybe that's a little bit of motivation.
2: Yeah, I think so too. So we have a question from Angela and the subject is size of window to lose weight. Angela says, Hello. I love your podcast, and I've ordered all your books, Jen's and Melanie's, and listen to your podcast every week. I'm so happy for the information so I can answer my husband's comments because he is definitely a calories in, calories burned person. I have just started. I have two weeks in, and my question is, do you have to have a one-hour eating window to lose weight? No. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that in there right now. No. She says, I weigh 188 and would like to lose approximately 40 to 48 pounds. I'm 64 and I have type 2 diabetes. I've been on every diet since I was about 30 years old. So I'm very excited to make IF a lifestyle for me. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for your question, Angela. And actually just tying her excitement back into our previous question, that's another nice reframe. Instead of being nervous about IF or, you know... Seeing it as a challenge or something that might be hard, maybe you can reframe with excitement for all of the amazing things that you know it can bring you. Which Angela clearly has this excitement, so that's very exciting. Well, Jen already answered this, but do you have to have? Do you have to have a one-hour eating window to lose weight? No. <laughs> um, do some people do better losing weight with a one-hour eating window? Yes. Do some people not do better with a one-hour eating window to lose weight? Um, Basically there's a lot of factors involved. I don't think it's so much about the, especially because there's only, you know, 24 hours in a day, there's only so much flexibility people have in an eating window. And what I mean by that is if you, you know, if you eat all in, in one hour compared to two hours Like what is the practical difference there? You know, one hour to two hours to three hours to four hours. True. Maybe a one or two hour eating window is much different than an eight hour eating window. I think the bigger factors that are involved aren't so much the time as having the consistency of your eating window. And then what is the eating window that doesn't cause you to overcompensate? So like basically the eating window that keeps you feeling satisfied so you don't go into any sort of cycle where you can't sustain it because it's not providing the nourishment that you need in a window that works for you to be something consistent. And then on top of that, the actual foods that you eat in that window, I think are so, so huge. So like for me personally, if I had to choose between a one hour eating window of processed standard American food, super high calorie, not as nourishing compared to a longer window with more whole foods, less additives, less processed. I mean, I would definitely choose the longer window with the whole foods approach. So, so yeah, it's so basically, it's very individual. It's not necessarily more magical. If it's one hour, it really depends on a lot of
2: things. What are your thoughts, Jen? Well, I noticed, you know, I'm, I'm big on words Angela said she's ordered all of our books, so I bet she hasn't read them yet. So, Angela, once you get Fast Feast Repeat, go ahead and flip right to the 28-Day Fast Start chapter and read that first, and that'll help you figure out how to structure your eating window, then go back to the eating window chapter and read that one, because I talk a lot about window length. You know, personally, a one-hour eating window is not sufficient for me day after day after day to get enough food in my body last week before I went to Nashville, I was so busy and I had like three days in a row where I barely had time to eat and I had like a one hour window for three days in a row. By that third day, I was in such deep ketosis that I didn't even sleep. And so I was like, I got to have an up day. (laughs) Like my body was telling me, I don't know how many calories I ate, but it wasn't enough for my body. Of course, I'm not a counter, but I just, I knew it wasn't enough because of the way I was in deep, deep, deep ketosis. So one hour a day is just not enough food for me. You know, I couldn't do that day after day after day after day. And I wouldn't recommend it because our bodies are more likely to adapt if you do the same thing, exactly the same thing day after day. Even with the metabolic benefits of fasting, you still want to be cautious. So not only do you not have to have a one-hour window, to lose weight, I wouldn't recommend it as like your preferred, like, here's the best thing. Like, I'm not ever saying it's the best thing that everybody should do. No. How's that? That's great.
0: All right. So question from Belinda. The subject is continuous glucose monitoring and stevia. The reason I wanted to include it was I think it speaks to a little bit of a misconception people might have about something we've talked about, which is Zoe, because she doesn't even mention continuous glucose monitors in the question, but you will understand once I read it. So Belinda says, hi guys. First of all, I love your show and I appreciate all the information. I know you guys often talk about the Zoe app and I finally decided to do it. However, after filling out the survey on their website, I learned they don't offer it in my state of New Jersey I was wondering if you could recommend a similar setup that is affordable and comparable before we go to the next question, we can just answer that one. I think some people might be getting confused because we've talked a lot about Zoe and I think they think its main thing is that it's a continuous glucose monitor. Like that's its purpose just because of her subject line. So Zoe is not just a continuous glucose monitor. If all you wanted was a continuous glucose monitor I don't think we would recommend Zoe because that's not its main thing. So Zoe that we've talked about that Jen and I have both done. I'm still waiting on my results. I'm so excited. Oh, by the way, Jen, I literally still think about those muffins and how delicious they
2: were. Like, oh, actually I dreamed about them last night. You're a weirdo, weirdo. I dreamed about them last night and I mean that in a loving way.
0: Everybody, I know everybody knows I am. Well,
2: other people agree that they were
0: delicious
2: (laughs) yeah nobody's ever told me that so but I believe you I I believe people I did not find them to be delicious maybe because I I eat real muffins now I mean yeah probably in any case so what Zoe is it's a gut microbiome
0: test it's a test where you eat these specially formulated muffins that taste delicious (laughs) or not (laughs) I think they taste delicious. They're made of different macronutrient breakdowns of carbs and fat. You wear a continuous glucose monitor if you so choose. Not everybody even wears a continuous glucose monitor. You do a self-at-home blood prick after eating the muffins to see how your body clears sugar and fats. If you are wearing the monitor, the CGM, you continue to wear that. And basically, they I can't wait to get my results, but they tell you, Basically, how your body processes carbs and fat, and how different foods might affect you, and all of that. So it's an entire like comprehensive program. It's not just a continuous glucose monitor. If you want just a continuous glucose monitor, and you want to actually be able to see data on that, like granular data, you want to get either Nutrisense or Levels that we've talked about before. So Belinda, those are two sources for you. And we can put links in the show notes for all of that. So that answers her first question. Her second question, she says, also in the past, I was not losing weight with fasting until I finally went to alternate day fasting modified. What is modified alternate day fasting, Jen?
2: Well, it's the 500 calorie down day. Okay. Right. Instead of a complete 24 hour fast. Well, it would be a 36 hour fast, not 24. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. But fasting that entire 24 hour day. It's like two sleeps. You you go to bed, wake up, go to bed again. And then the next day is your up day. Okay.
0: Hi friends, I'm about to tell you how to get an exclusive discount on one of my favorite products for truly upgrading your health on a cellular level. So the new year is upon us and it's often a time where people are really trying to instill new habits and really upgrade their health. There's something I have been using for years, not just at the new year, literally every single day of my life. I am not making that up. Even when I travel, I have a way to address it then, which I will tell you about And it's something that is so easy and feels amazing. That is red light and near infrared therapy. Okay, so friends, you could go somewhere and pay a lot of money to do red light near infrared therapy sessions, or you could just bring it to your home and use it every single day. That's what I do. I've been using Juve red and near infrared light therapy devices for so long. There are so many clinically proven benefits of red light therapy that includes improving your skin. Yes, you really will notice it faster muscle recovery, reduced pain and inflammation, One of my good friends who is a doctor uses these devices on his, shall we say, manhood for benefits there. Yes, it can help in that department as well. I honestly could not imagine my life without Juve. You will just feel so good using these devices. People also post all the time in our Facebook group of their pets gravitating towards the Juve because intuitively they just know that it's good for them. The reason Juve can address so many things related to health is because it actually affects our cells on the mitochondrial level. Basically, it makes those cells perform better. And when those cells are performing better, everything just works better. That's why, yes, Juve can help with your energy as well. I've been recommending Juve specifically for years because the quality of their devices to get an exclusive discount on your order. Pick up Juve today. Some exclusions apply. I really hope you guys can experience Juve. It really is one of my favorite things. And we'll put all this information in the show notes. All right, now back to the show. She says that finally kick-started me into losing about a pound a week. And then I went to a restricted eating window, which also didn't work unless I cut my hours down to about a five to six hour eating window. My husband was doing it with me And in the past, when we have dieted together, he has always lost more weight than me. But unfortunately, he has pretty much stayed the same weight over two to three months. I know clean fasting is essential, and I have done that. However, he still uses stevia in his morning coffee. It's supposed to be a natural type of artificial sweetener, and many other people still lose weight using this. Do you think this small thing could be the reason why he has lost no
2: weight? Thank you so much in advance. Belinda, all right, Melanie, predict my answer. I think you're going to say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. You know, Belinda, he is not fast and clean because of the stevia. So I want you to think about what we said before about clean fasting and the cephalic phase insulin response. You know, Dr. Jason Fung in the Obesity Code says this is what slapped me upside the face and got me to finally get rid of stevia. It's when he said that stevia causes a greater cephalic phase insulin response than table sugar. He said that in the obesity code. And it's all about how your taste buds perceive what's what's going in. You know, we know stevia is actually sweeter than table sugar. And so all the time that your husband is drinking that coffee with the stevia in it nonstop, his brain is thinking, here comes some calories. Even though it doesn't have calories, our brains don't understand that we've now come up with this amazing, you know, low-calorie, zero-calorie artificial sweetener. Our brains don't understand that. Our brains are like, oh, sweetness, that means something's coming in, it's going to raise my blood glucose, so I'm going to need to release some insulin. And you have an insulin response. So you're going to have insulin response constantly from, you know, a little bit of coffee with Stevia, a little bit of coffee with Stevia. Your brain continues to pump out that insulin in response to the sweet taste that you keep having over and over and over again. So he really needs to just switch to black. He can do it. He can do it. I promise. He needs to rip off that Band-Aid, hold his nose, drink the black coffee. In two weeks, his taste buds will be adjusted, and he will be used to it. I promise.
0: I would definitely recommend cutting out the stevia. And then if he still doesn't lose weight, that's when I think really looking at food choices and things like that might be helpful. I will put a link in the show notes. So I wanted to include this question because Noelle Tarr and Stephanie Rupert, their show Well-Fed Women, their most recent episode – Noelle did the deepest dive into stevia I have ever heard. I applaud her. I'm actually really, really, really good friends with Noelle, but it was episode number 342 of Well Fed Women, and she talked about every study on stevia that there is. Her discussion of it is actually more in the context of eating, not in the context of fasting, because it does seem that with food, that it possibly has depending on the context, beneficial effects on regulating insulin production. But I don't think that necessarily extends to fasting because people often say that stevia lowers blood sugar, but it's possible that it's doing that because it's releasing insulin to lower the blood sugar. Well, what's interesting though, in in favor of stevia while eating, this is something that Noelle talks about. It seems to have that effect Beneficially, And it's sort of like in an, an adaptogenic way when you're eating. So basically, I, I don't know how it knows. Like I need to go read the studies that she was talking about. But it seems that like it has a beneficial effect if you are in a high blood sugar carb situation, it helps. Compared to when you're not, it doesn't have that effect. I don't know. It it seems to have a pretty cool effect, but this is all in the context of eating. So when you're fasting, that's a different story, even if the actual mechanisms of it are not releasing insulin. There's always that psychological component of tasting something sweet, even though weirdly enough, she quoted a study that looked at fasted intake of stevia compared to other different artificial sweeteners. And I think it didn't have that effect psychologically, but I just don't think you can make a blanket statement about that. Like there is the sweet taste and (laughs) I think, you know, certain people are most likely going to respond to that. So Keeping the fast clean, like Jen said, can be so,
2: so, so key. So, yes. Yeah, I, I just think it's transformational. For me, you know, I used Stevia all the way through because I just was also in that calories in, calories out mindset until I read the obesity code and I was like, oh, it's insulin. Hello. Then, but I had started to regain weight. I had regained eight of the pounds I'd lost because basically I was doing a low calorie diet when I was having the Stevia all the time. I wasn't fasting clean. As soon as I stopped the stevia, I lost the eight pounds I had regained and have been maintaining ever since. And also that's when my allergies went away. It wasn't until I started fasting clean. And it's also when I stopped white knuckling my fasts. Yeah. Have him take the clean fast challenge. Tell him to give it six weeks and then he can experiment with the stevia and see what happens. He won't go back to it if he gives it six weeks. Perfect. So if he cuts it out and he's still struggling to lose weight. Report back
0: and we'll we'll troubleshoot, <laughs> troubleshoot that. This question is from Sherry. The subject is feedback and a quick question. So she has some feedback as well. She says, hi ladies, I love, love, love this podcast. You two take the fear and worry out of fasting and make me feel like I can easily live an IF lifestyle. I also listen to Melanie's biohacking podcast and I love the way she will interview so many people with differing opinions, but never with an attitude of right or wrong always with a sense of curiosity. Oh, thank you, Sherry. Then she says, I also listen to IF stories when I need inspiration. Well, that's perfect because Jen, you were recommending that earlier for inspiration.
2: Well, it is so inspirational. Like I'm inspired every time I talk to somebody else. That's fantastic.
0: Perfect. So she says, I have read Delay, Don't Deny and Fast Feast Repeat and some of the books Melanie recommends as well. I just finished Atomic Habits. It changed my life. My quick question is this. I understand that teas like chamomile break my fast as they create an insulin spike. Does chamomile create an insulin spike? It's not a bitter flavor profile. It's sweet. She says, I'm wondering if I have just eaten and my insulin is up and doing its thing with my meal. I am one meal a day. Will having a cup of chamomile extend the digestion time or rather the time it takes to get me back into fat burning mode. I hope that makes sense. Keep up the awesome work you too.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't think it would be a problem at all at any point during your eating window because remember you're eating so your body is releasing insulin, you're not in fat burning mode. And you've you've already got a lot going on where your body's, you know, digesting the food you just ate. So drinking the tea at that point, it's not going to cause giant amounts of insulin, you know, to be secreted and so it's going to have a negligible effect. It's not the same as if you're deep in fat burning mode and then you have, you know, something sweet. So yeah, have it, have it during your, your eating window as much as you want. It
0: brings up something I'd like to draw attention to, which we've talked about this before, but basically, so when you're in the eating window, you're eating. So so you're in, you're in the fed state. Insulin is supposed to be released. It's doing its thing, especially adding in something non-caloric like chamomile, you know, shouldn't be a problem at all. I just want to clarify that's not the same thing though as, oh, since I'm in the eating state, if I just keep eating more and more and more, it doesn't matter because I'm in the eating state. That's not actually not the same thing. And the only reason I'm clarifying is with like sugar or carbs, for example, just because you're in the eating state, everything that you take in is going to have to be processed at some point. So, you know, bringing in more and more and more, your body's going to have to deal with that still.
2: But compared to something like non-caloric, like chamomile tea, it should be completely fine. Yeah, yeah that's an excellent point. Just because you're in your eating window doesn't mean unlimited ice cream. <laughs> Although ice cream is delicious. There was one day I was in Nashville. We walked by this ice cream place that I love, and it was just after noon. And, you know, Nashville's a different time zone. So I'm like, I am opening my window with ice cream at 1215 on a Saturday. Were you starving after that? I would be starving. No, ice cream doesn't make me starving. I guess it's the fats and sugar together. Ice cream doesn't make me starving. Now, had I had, you know, something just like a donut, I probably would have been, I don't know. Ice cream is just really um, satiating for me. There goes back to that Zoe individuality again.
0: Yeah. You know what's really interesting about that? What? So I, like, in my head, can appreciate the thought of a lot of delicious things, especially things like cake. And I love thinking about like paleo or keto versions of like red velvet cake or funfetti. I really only think about those when I've already eaten. So like kind of like the whole dessert concept. So after I've eaten my meal, I'm like, oh, you know, it would be nice to have like a keto, paleo, red velvet cake or funfetti cake at this moment. I never crave that breaking my fast. Like when I'm ready to break my fast, my body's
2: like I want protein. Like I would much rather eat just a slab of chicken, like honestly. Yeah, when we we were going to have an amazing brunch later and I knew that, like we had brunch coming up at like 2:30 and I we had a reservation at this amazing place. Man, it was good. My friend Michelle knows food. <laughs> so she we basically ate our way through Nashville. It was fabulous. You know, ice cream. And then, so I basically had one meal a day, but I had my dessert first.
0: Really quick story. I was a fine dining server. I think I might have told this story before. I was a fine dining server for five or six years. And one time in that five or six years, a family came in and they all ordered their dessert first. And then did they eat their meal? Uh huh.
2: Well, you know what? You want to save room for dessert? No, we're not going to save room for dessert. We're going to start there. It was so interesting.
0: They were like, this is what we do. They're like, can we see the dessert menu? And I was like, Okay. They're like, we eat our dessert first. And I worked at a steakhouse. So it was like, they ordered their dessert and I had to go back to the kitchen and be like, the kitchen was so confused. Cause if you've been a server before you put in the order in order, they were like, you screwed this up because I put, I put it in for like the dessert to go out first. And then the steak <laughs>
2: and they were like, what are you doing? I was
0: like, that's what they want. <laughs>
2: Well, it makes sense. I had my delicious ice cream to open my window. We walked with it. We were on our walk. So we like walked there and walked back to our house. We're eating and walking. (laughs) But it was fabulous. And then I was ready. You know, I was ready for our brunch. And then it was amazing. And then I closed my window. And that was it. Nice. Well, this
0: has been absolutely wonderful. So a few things for listeners before we go. If you would like to submit your own questions, you can directly email questions at ifpodcast.com or you can go to ifpodcast.com and you can submit questions there. You can get all of the stuff that we like at ifpodcast.com slash stuff we like. You can follow us on Instagram. I am Melanie Avalon, Jen is Jen Stevens, and then our main account is ifpodcast. So yes. I think that is all the things. Any thoughts from you, Jen, before we go? Nope, that's it. All right. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful and I will talk to you next week. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember that everything discussed on the show is not medical advice. We're not doctors. You can also check out our other podcasts, Intermittent Fasting Stories and the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. Theme music was composed by Leland Cox.
1: See you next week.